The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, welcome back to the 630 Chad Afternoon News. We're going to talk with uh, Eskimo color analyst Dave Campbell, who's in studio sitting across from me right now about the upcoming CFL draft. We're going to carry that live tonight from 6 until 8. But I did want to bring this to your attention. This just uh, has been released by Twitter. We were talking about Twitter just a moment ago. Uh, Twitter is urging all of its users, I repeat, all of its users to change their passwords immediately after bug exposed passwords. Twitter Inc. is encouraging 336 million users, that includes you and me, to change our passwords immediately. Apparently a bug left some some passwords exposed in an internal log. The company says it typically uses technology to mask the passwords so no one can see them, but there was a glitch. It caused them to be available in plain language to hackers. Twitter says It has no reason to believe any of the passwords left its system. An investigation found no breaches or misuse of the data so far. Uh, And it was Twitter that discovered the bug itself and says it has uh, since been fixed. So it has removed the exposed passwords. You may get that notification from Twitter that your password was removed. You need to reset it. But even if you don't, they're recommending that you log on to Twitter, change your password immediately, and they say they have implemented a strategy to prevent the bug from ever occurring again and that the uh, request to change their passwords is out of what they termed an abundance of caution. So there you go. So after this, Dave, you'll have to log on to Twitter and change your password. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Beeline it. So I, I now can probably tell you people the old password is Dave is King. That, <laughs> so that's no longer going to work. Can't use it. Sorry. <laughs> Great password, too. So listen, maybe, you know what, Dave, maybe I'm taking this CFL uh, draft, uh, maybe I'm not taking it as seriously as uh, as I should, because I tell you what, I worry about the CFL draft. It's not like the NHL draft. Mm-hmm. We're not going to oftentimes see that player that's drafted on our roster. We may not see them ever. We may see them in five or six years when they're done with the NFL, or we could see them right away. Yeah. So I did a little research, and I looked at last year's draft, it turns out a lot of those guys actually ended up playing. Yeah, six of eight. Yeah, Yeah. that's a lot. That is a lot. And, of course, last year with all the injuries, they had to really rush the program for several players. I mean, I think about... uh, you know, their linebacker, Christoph Malumba-Chemenga, he played a lot of games. Jordan Hoover played a lot of games. Uh, J.S. Waugh on their offensive line played a lot of games. He also got hurt, too. Uh, Kwaku Botang, who was the steal of the draft, you mm-hmm. know, he went in the, in the fifth round. He sunk like a stone, and the Eskimos picked him up, and he probably should have been no worse than a second-round pick. But, yeah, the, the CFL draft is is so difficult to handicap going into the draft because it's so fluid because... The NFL factor is is in there as well um, because, well, for example, Ryan Hunter, who's an offensive lineman out of Bowling Green, is the number one rated prospect. Okay? What, what position does he He's play? He's an offensive lineman. Okay. Oh, really? He signed an undrafted uh, uh, NFL contract uh, just last weekend. You know, so did a, a couple of other players. So they're likely going to sink. So there are other players like uh, Mark Corte, who is out of the University of Alberta Golden Bears, an offensive lineman. He signed what's called a rookie minicamp tryout. So he's less risky, right? Because he may not make the team if it's a if it's in, the, in that scenario. But if you're if you're drafted by an NFL team and the odd 
CFL prospect, draft prospect gets drafted in the NFL, you're likely not going to see that player for a while. Like, for example, Justin Senior um, out of Quebec uh, last year was the number one rated prospect, got drafted by the Seattle Seahawks in the sixth round. The Eskimos took him in the fifth round. Wow, really? So that's what happens to these top-rated draft picks is they sink, right? Right, okay. Any, anyone that has serious NFL interests will sink or not get picked at all. Okay, so if you're a general manager, you're sort of trying to... Uh you're sort of trying to hit above the line, but not too far above the line then, right? So, yeah. like the number one draft pick, the best guy out there may very unless may very well go to an NFL team, but unless you want to think, well, down the road, though, we could really use this guy's skill set in three years or, sure. three, or whatever. That's going to be a little tough to do. So It is. What is it that the Eskimos, do you think, are trying to find? What are they looking for? You know, I think when I look at the Eskimos... They don't have any glaring needs, in my opinion. They have needs, but Canadian nothing... offensive linemen. I, I think they have an abundance of them. Okay. Now it's young, yeah. And then you throw in a Simeon Rotier as well. Um, I think that this is a group that is, you know, they got a lot of young studs on there. Um, I, I'm not saying that an old lineman won't get drafted. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but I don't look at this team and go, "Wow, they have a glaring need." Right, they could use another defensive back that could help on special teams and maybe help in, in in the area of safety. Or remember, they have a Canadian corner starting. Right, right. So they may look to that, but they might be happy with what they have in house already. So to me, I think Brock Sunderland is just going to take the best player available. He traded out of the first round yesterday. Yeah, why why do that? Because I think the draft the draft is deep enough that if he's saying if I move four spots down out of the first round and pick in the high second round, um, then I'm going to get a good player anyway, right? Because I don't have, you know, again, I don't have a pressing need, right? And a lot of teams in football draft by need. You know, NFL draft, they always draft by need. Of course, yeah. Especially in the in the higher rounds. And there's so much fluidity to the, to the draft because players could move up that you weren't expecting. Players could drop that you weren't expecting. And, you know, how do teams see certain players that have certain NFL tryouts? You know, and again, I think there's a difference between uh, a team that obviously, you know, drafts a CFL prospect or signs an undrafted uh, a, a prospect to an undrafted free agent contract or those that sign a rookie camp deal right so it's it's different that's complicated for it sure is. so they whatever CFL team drafts regardless of what happens to that player they own those that player's rights they own the player's rights technically forever but okay you see the CFL this one has bothered me for eons is if you release a player that you drafted, there's no entry level deal. Like there's no, you have that draft, that draft choice for three years, no matter what. Because remember, in the CFL, it's all non guaranteed contracts. Right. Yeah. But you would think for entry level deals, you would have a little bit more security with those players. So quite often, you'll see the odd player say, "I want to go back to school." So that team yeah, has have to release that. that player. Yeah. And then the Eskimos or any other CFL team would go, okay, well, we have this agreement, you'll come back to us, right? So, But you have to release that player, lose his rights completely, and then sign him back. Now, here's another example. Um, you talk about players that have never come here to the CFL. Mm-hmm. The Eskimos have two of those players, potentially, maybe <laughs> three. But I'll mention Austin Pastor, who was a first-round pick in 2011. 2011? 2011. No wonder I... Okay, it didn't ring a bell, yeah. Stephen Charles, who was a uh, second-round pick in 2013. Mm. And he, that was the first pick for the Eskimos that year. They didn't have a first-round pick. They're likely never coming. 
to to the uh, to the CFL. But the Eskimos own their rights forever. So it's it's a little. So strange. it's kind of like owning real estate on Mars. Sort of, yeah. Probably not <laughs> going to visit it, but it's nice to have. Uh, let me ask you this dumb question. I, I know. Has anyone ever turned down the NFL to go to the CFL? Yeah. No way. It's happened this year. Uh, an offensive lineman who plays in Connecticut. He's from Markham, Ontario, named Trey Rutherford, who's likely going first or second overall tonight, either to the Hamilton Tiger Cats or the Montreal Alouettes. He had offers to go to NFL mini camps. I don't know if they were main camps or, or rookie camps. Um, and he said, no. He says, I'm focusing on the CFL right now. Why? Um, I think, well, he wants to play. So the uh, chances of him playing up yeah, here yeah. are greater than the chances of him playing down there. So more often than not, you, you see a few players that, you know, you look every year at the at the scouting bureau rankings and you go, okay, well, Maybe he'll be in the NFL for a while, and there has been a few yeah. players that, that are like that. So, Wow, I guess um, it wasn't a dumb question. After no, it, it's not. It doesn't happen very often. I, I wouldn't imagine because of the salary, right? I mean, yeah. that's going to be the difference. But I'll tell you, it's, it's, this is a hard draft to predict because the NFL influence, the fact that the two drafts are so close together that so many players have signed certain NFL deals and some are more riskier than others, it makes it difficult. All right. Uh, Dave, you, Morley, Reed, all yep. uh, will all have coverage uh, live 6 until 8 o'clock tonight. They'll sort it out uh, for you. Uh, thanks, Dave. Appreciate this. You bet. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.